everyone and thank you for joining in to listen to the Systematic Podcast. My name is Alicia and I'm Freya and we really hope that you're all keeping healthy, safe and well. We are so blessed and grateful to have an opportunity to share our thoughts and knowledge with you on this platform. If there's the first time you are listening to us, we welcome you and we really hope that you find valuable information that you can apply straight away into your life. The Systematic Podcast is about two sisters sharing active and systematic approaches on how to align your mindset to add growth into all aspects of your life. This podcast is for those who are looking to develop themselves, develop their softer skill set and also their mindset which will allow them to flourish as a whole. We have some great news that we want to share with you guys. On the 16th of February 2021, Priya and I will be hosting and running a workshop with The Happiness Planner. Now if you've not heard of them then definitely check them out on Instagram. They are at Happiness Planner. We're going to be doing a workshop on overcoming the fear of public speaking both online and offline. It's free to join. All you have to do is head over to their website and register for free and we will love for you guys to come and watch us and and learn about how to overcome the fear of public speaking as it is one of the number one fears in the world. Yes, we're super excited to be um really just hosting alongside Happiness Planner. They do so many lovely events. So we are so excited just to showcase a topic that is very near and dear to both of us. But in today's episode, we are going to be talking about how you can make self-confidence your superpower. Now, firstly, sometimes people get confused with self-confidence, self-efficacy and self-esteem. So Lucy Sheridan, in the book, The Comparison Cure, which I absolutely enjoyed reading, she clearly states that self-confidence is a deep knowing of yourself and assurance of your own abilities, resources, potential and personal judgment. It gives you the agency in your lift and allows you to harness and grow your inner power. So what does self-confidence mean to you? Where might there be some confidence gaps in your life? Now we wanna go on and define those two separate words. The first one is self-efficacy. Now this term as defined by Albert Bandura, who is a Canadian American psychologist, he refers this to your belief in your ability to accomplish specific tasks. Now, if you believe you're capable of cooking dinner or completing a project, this is reflective of high self-efficacy. So people who have low self-efficacy often put less effort into a task if they don't believe that they'll succeed at it. And that is what increases the likelihood of failure. It's a really interesting one. And then moving on to the next one, which is self-esteem. This term most often is actually confused with self-confidence. People just think it's the same thing, but it is Mm. actually the one perhaps the least similar to self-confidence. So self-esteem refers to a belief in your overall self-worth. Very overarching. It's very much a broad statement that you may say. Things like, I'm a really good person. That falls into this particular category. Self-esteem is one of the levels of the hierarchy of needs by Maslow and you guys may be familiar with this but this just shows that any improvements to self-confidence can contribute to a broader self-esteem. So self-esteem is like the bigger umbrella that everything else falls into. Now what we want to do and get kick-started with is 
Talk about the benefits of improving your self-confidence. Why should we be working on our self-confidence in the first place? The first thing is that openness to try new things and embark on opportunities is really all about believing in yourself. And this will allow you to push yourself and go for things. So, you know, when you're looking at new projects at work or doing something new with your life, whether that's career-related, family-related, even business-related, that will really boost your self-confidence because you're pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone. The second is better performance. So when you genuinely feel confident in yourself, you will focus on getting things done rather than just focusing on why you cannot actually do it and make a horrible endless list in your head or even, even physically. And this will just hold yourself back and then you're just delaying the task getting completed. So I really feel that the more confident you feel, the more better you will perform in any area of your life. Yeah, definitely. And another point is better resilience. Now, when you when you believe in your own abilities, you also believe in the ability to bounce back and learn from your challenges. Now, I know we've done a whole episode on resilience, but just think about your emotional quotient and, you know, when something gets me down, how quickly am I getting back up again? That will really boost your self-confidence. Yes, because then you're focusing less time on the negative element. The fourth is improved relationships. People with higher self-confidence tend to get, tend to set stronger boundaries and prioritise their own needs and emotions. So this will effectively allow you to be in content with yourself and then also have very fulfilling friendships, relationships, which is, I think is really great overall. Yeah, definitely. So what can you do to put all of these in action? You know, we've covered the benefits, but... A major step and which I believe is a mind shift is number one is stop comparing yourself to others. Now I'm going back to the book The Comparison Cure by Lucy Sheridan. Please check her out. I think she's absolutely phenomenal and what I love about this book in particular is it is more of a workbook and it's a lot more practical in the sense of reflecting and then acting. So Lucy states that comparison is an act of violence against yourself. Wow. Wow. I really love this. I'm going to say it again. Comparison is an act of violence against yourself. Now, when I first read this, I was straight away, I thought, why would I want to put this onto myself? And Lucy also advises that one should gain a deeper understanding of what makes you tick, what drives you and what is ultimately at the core of your being. So in, in order to stop comparing yourself to others, what you actually need to do is understand yourself more. So to live authentically is to demonstrate your values and indeed to live these, live these by walking your talk with a pure heart, following your legitimate desires rather than copying those of other people. I know I'm literally copying and pasting what um, Lucy Sheridan has said, but she's got such golden nuggets in her book. And I genuinely feel that your ambitions and goals and directions in your life, in fact, are your own personal journey. So I, this is something I take pride in because one thing I didn't, I haven't done for a very, very long time is compare myself to others. Now, this is in the broader sense, but I know when I was a lot younger, I used to love 
just being on my own journey, especially during university. That's something I can look back and, and really think about the fact that I never compared myself with anyone or my results or my academic academic achievements now generally um comparing yourself can go into so many areas yeah and i think it's a quite a big issue nowadays especially with things like social media and looking at other people whether they're celebrities or influencers it really it's a it's a very big topic right now because people will look at others and it's quite natural i think it's something we we all grow up with but really understanding yourself and accepting yourself for the way you are and that whole concept of self-love is really really important when it comes to your confidence 100 percent, and that's where on the other flip side i'm massive at comparing myself on the endless instagram feeds of the endless beauty that may be portrayed out there in the world. So here is another example where you may not be comparing yourself in one area of your life, but you may be doing it in another. So we are very action orientated and our tip is, we've said this before, if you need to get rid of social media to do a cleanse, do that for your own benefit. Exactly, and also unfollow the people who you get negative feelings from and it might not be that particular person but if you're looking at a picture you're looking at a video and you feel horrible about yourself unfollow it's very simple to do Mm. only follow the people who inspire you who when you look at them you're like wow i can do this as well so that's a really important thing when it comes to, to comparison I also love the point of the role models concept. So yes, it is important to be inspired by other people, but also you shouldn't be imitating them. You know, be your own original you. And I love this because we also focus on the importance of having someone to look up to and that inspirational factor. So yes, I would highly recommend this book. Um, It's just very moving. And I feel like there is no book out there that really goes into the detail as much as as Lucy does in the whole concept of comparisons. So the next point we wanted to cover when it comes to making self-confidence your superpower is really taking care of your your body, you know, and your soul is kind of like a, a whole thing, but how do you look and feel in your own skin? This will definitely impact your confidence greatly. Now, do you remember when, you know, when we could go out and you wore your red carpet outfit? How did you feel in that moment? But also on the other side of those things, what about your recent pajama day? How did you feel in that? Now, taking care of your body has got a, a lot of little subsections to it because it could be related to what we're doing in terms of our own self-care, but also um, in terms of the way we dress. I know 100% that boosts our confidence. When I'm wearing like one of my favorite outfits or when I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm looking great, you get that confidence because it makes you feel good. And when something makes you feel good, whether it's your outfit and your dress choice or whether it's, you know, your skincare routine and your makeup or your grooming, you know, if you're a guy and you're doing your skincare and grooming too, that makes you feel good. Therefore, that's what's boosting your confidence. Love it. Next is self-compassion. So self-compassion involves treating yourself with kindness when you make a little mistake or you fail or there is any setback in your life. It's really about how you're looking after yourself. Speaking to yourself harshly won't motivate anyone, let's face it. In fact, studies have shown it has a complete opposite effect. Now, in 2009, a study published in the Journal of Personality found that self-compassion 
contributes to more consistent confidence mm. now i love how we're talking about self-confidence but we're also talking about is consistency exactly because you could be super confident today you know alicia and i were recording our episode we're feeling really really confident but in the next couple of hours it may take a downturn not a problem but we need to fate we need to kind of deal with the um aspiration of being consistently confident so thinking everyone messes up sometimes as opposed to I'm so stupid, I'd literally ruin everything. Yeah. Is the example of having self-compassion and can help you feel good even if when you haven't performed the the A-star standard that you expected <laughs> yourself to. So rather than just beating yourself up, you know where people, when you hear people and you realise that the way they're talking to themselves, you wouldn't even talk to someone else like that. So you wouldn't talk to your best friend in the way you talk to yourself in certain ways. Like, you know what, you're a failure, I can't do this. Would you say this to a loved one? And if you wouldn't, you are your own loved one. So please do not do that to yourself. So cut yourself some slack. Laugh at yourself and remind yourself that no one is perfect. I'm really good at laughing at myself because I really feel that joy and laughter can um, really ease things and also give a good, a good perspective. So this kind of information that I've got is from verywellmind.com. Superb website. The tools on there are just endless. And I love how they give so many articles and information. So do check out verywellmind.com. The next thing we wanted to talk to you guys about is being really, really honest with yourself and being true to you is the key to everything. Now you've probably heard this many times and it might be a little bit cliche, but when you stop hiding parts of yourself from other people, you'll find that you'll feel a lot more confident in who you are because you're showing everyone your, you know, your real you, the, the genuine, authentic you. Now, one thing that we'd personally do and we would recommend you guys to do as well is create a confidence memorabilia. And what this really means is you can have a box of um, all the things that you've achieved. You know, it could be a university certificate, it could be a photo from your graduation, it could be uh, a new project you did at work, some recognition, whatever it may be, all of your achievements, gather them and keep them in one place. Now this will act as a gentle reminder of how far you've come and also how, how far you can go and, and go further in the future. It's a really great exercise when it comes to self-reflection. Yeah. It allows you to be honest with yourself and look at, you know, this is what I've accomplished. It's fact-based and this is what boosts your uh, confidence. It's like a little toolkit, I guess, yeah. where you just go back and be like, oh my God, look at all these wonderful things I've achieved in my life. I'm so grateful for those opportunities. That will literally instantly just change your mindset about, what you think of yourself so it's a great tool to have and also because it's visual it'll stick yeah. in your head and i love that that's really quite exciting and also celebrate your achievements every day big or small it doesn't actually matter and i genuinely believe the smaller things are the things that actually become the bigger things so think about the day that you actually felt super confident and when you think about those days try and channel that energy i'm sure we have you know, when, you, when it's your birthday or it's or when you were on your graduation, I know we're talking about a lot about education here, but it's so important to really channel that energy and use it when you need it the most. And then also um, aspire to have that consistent confidence. Now, next is do things you love. Now, I've read a book, and so is Alicia. Yeah, great which, book. <laughs> which is called You Are a Bad Ass by Jen Sincero, Hope I've, hopefully I've said her surname correctly. And it the title is actually longer than that, it's how to stop doubting your greatness 
and start living an awesome life once again me alicia and i 100 recommend this book and it's just a really it's a really fun read because a lot of the chapters and segments are very bite-sized so when you're yeah. reading them and you're reflecting it's also very action-based so hence alicia yeah, and I, I love this book and it was it was really fun to read yeah and you could just so connect with the author because it was just so real yeah so an exercise that we have we call it the self-awareness exercise make a list of things you genuinely love doing simple let's not think about anything else but what brings you happiness it might be eating a particular dish or listening to a certain artist xyz make that list and again it goes back to what alicia said be true to yourself and then what you're doing here is actually taking out time to understand what you love doing now example you love painting but the last time you painted was in 2019 that there's something wrong there. You're not prioritizing what you enjoy doing. Mm. So in essence, it's very simple. Once you've identified your list, please don't make it endless, but you never know. You might be a person who has several interests. Then plan to do those things. I know it's simple and easy to say, but it will literally make you feel more confident because it's crucial to ensure that you do what you love doing. This will align you with your true self and you will feel more confident in your own space. I really love the way she described it in the book. It's just sometimes we shy away from doing things that really represent represent ourselves the most. Yeah, definitely. And another thing, which is the last thing we're going to mention and probably one of the biggest I found has a lot of an impact on the way we do things and the way we feel when it comes to our self-confidence is drown yourself in affirmations, positive affirmations. And I'm, I'm sure you've heard of this, you've seen this on Instagram and everything, but you know what you want to hear. Those word of words of encouragement, love, kindness. So simply say it to yourself. You know, don't wait for someone else to say it to you and don't expect other people to say it to you. Do it yourself because you're the one who's with you all the time. And this this is what's going to boost your own confidence. You know, program your mind to appreciate yourself more. Now, this could be various things that you can say. I know we've also uh, previously touched upon the topics of like self-talk, but what are you saying when you wake up in the morning? What do you say and uh, when you look at yourself in the mirror, what do you see? Are you saying those positive emotions and affirmations about yourself and that energy that comes from it? Now, of course, we have those days where we may not feel so great about ourselves, but that's where it's the most important because you want to come out of that flow state and go into a higher energy and drowning yourself in affirmations is one of the biggest factors when it comes to boosting um, your self-confidence and making that a power within you. Yes. And now we are going to summarise all of the key points we have covered today. We covered what is self-confidence, self-efficacy and self-esteem and that they're actually not as interlinked as we may have thought. We've covered the benefits of, of improving your self-confidence. So there has so many, you know, openness to try new things, better performance, you're going to be more resilient and relationships will have a massive turn. Now, what can you do to actually make that shift you know from being someone who's not so confident how can you become more self-confident the first one is stop comparing yourself to others take care of your body and your appearance have that self-compassion and that self-love be super honest with yourself do things that you love and actually make them a priority and last but not least drown yourself in affirmations 
So thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please leave us a review and share it with other people. We'd love to hear your thoughts about it all. Do let us know what other topics you'd like us to cover and, and share about. And feel free to connect with us on Instagram. We are at systematic underscore. We really look forward to speaking with you again on our next episode. Take care for now and we'll see you next time. See you later. Bye. Bye.